Welcome to Alive, a Vineyard College ministry with the purpose to awaken students to their true relationship, identity, and destiny in Christ through the power of the Holy Spirit. We hope you enjoy this message today. And if you want to connect with us, you can follow us on Facebook at Alive Vineyard College Family or Instagram at Alive Vineyard College. because we, one, I got a lot to cover, and two, I feel like the Lord is on to something really, really good tonight. Um, last week, or no, last time we gathered uh, here, we talked about how we're going to be engaging in this series, and the series uh, talking about the Trinity, highlighting the Trinity. And as we highlight the Trinity, we're going to be talking about the person, each person of the Trinity, because, you know, we here at the Vineyard Church, we believe that... God is three in one, right? Three persons in one. So we got the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, right? And the Father specifically engages in certain ways. And we talked about how, you know, the Father calls us to relationship and he calls us to belonging, to belong. And how, like, there's, there's nothing in this world that can fulfill your innate desire to belong. There's nothing in this world that can fulfill your innate, like, belonging need, right? We talked about that. The only person, your sorority can't, you know, meet that need, your fraternity, your, you know, your friend group. Your, it can meet portions of the need, but it can't fulfill that need. And we talked about how the Father, Father God, is the only one who can fulfill that need. Well, today we're going to be talking about how Jesus, talking about the Son, the second person of the Trinity, and how he's calling us to be. How he calls us to be. How he calls us alive to true Identity, alive to true uh, identity. Um, If you didn't check the last message out, though, uh, it was good. We believe uh, in the triune gospel. We believe in the triune message. Um, And if you need to get that podcast, go get the podcast, listen to it again. Um, It was good. Um, But again, today we're going to be talking about uh, Jesus and how he calls us to be. Guys, it's, you know, now more than ever, there's so much pressure in the world, right, to, you know, there's so much pressure in the world to actually get us to act like somebody we're not, to get us to be someone that we're not. I mean, there's all kinds of, like, you know, voices and distractions, right, in the world. I mean, look around, look around, look around. Look around, look around. I mean, just, you know, just if you just take a pause and just check out, like, all the voices and all the things, all the noise out there. I mean, think about the shows that we watch. There's, I mean, there's Hulu, there's Netflix, there's Amazon Prime, there's, uh, you know, Disney Plus. Now there's Paramount Plus. You know what I mean? Holler. But I mean, there's, I mean, there's all kinds of things that, you know, that, you know, you can get involved with when it comes to shows and movies and content online. I mean, think about social media, TikTok. I mean, all these platforms you can engage. There's movies. There's, um, you know, people that, that, that just talk, right? I mean, the conversations that we have, the gossip that we can get involved. The, the, the world right now today is, is lit, the, the enemy of this world really would have nothing other than to attack your true identity. 
And he will try to use and leverage that in every way he can. And he can use media. He can use all kinds of social media. He can use all, all the worldly voices. But it's hard sometimes to stand firm and represent in the way we want to represent or we need to represent sometimes, if we're being honest. It's, it's hard not to fall into, into compromise. It's hard not to, to, to fall off so that we are staying aligned, staying aligned to the way Jesus called us to be aligned. I mean, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes. I mean, you know, sometimes, like, you know, you feel like you're compromising with certain things you do or certain conversations you're engaging in. Sometimes you feel like, man, am I, am I falling off? Am I just this part-time Christian? Am I just a Christian one minute and then not the next? Like, what's really going on? And I believe that some people can have this identity crisis rise up sometimes. And, and, and maybe wrestle with the feeling of guilt. Maybe wrestle, wrestle with, wrestle, <laughs> wrestle with the feelings of, of shame. The feelings of, you know, of, of anger. And, and, and or depression. I mean, it's out there, guys and gals. And and I and I and I wanna and I wanna say that I believe that Jesus, He's calling us to be for a purpose. He's calling you to be for a purpose, y'all. And if we can understand how He's calling us to be, I believe that we, everyone here, will live alive to a true identity. Alive to a true identity. So I want to talk about that. Let's pray, and we're going to get it in. Holy Spirit, thank you for being here. Jesus, we love you. We worship you. We adore you, Lord. We say have your way in this place today. I pray that, Father, there be uh, an identity rise up in us by the end of the night in such a way that we want to share with others. In such a way, we want to shine our light even brighter, Lord, in every way. For In Jesus' name and for Jesus' sake, amen. Amen, amen. If you want to turn to Romans 5, 8 through 9, you can click there, turn there. Um, it's going to be on the screen as well. But in Romans 5, 8 through 9, it reads, it reads this. God. Father God, we're talking about, we're talking about Papa God, we're talking about, you know, the God who actually calls us to belong, right? God shows his love for us because while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So now that we have been made righteous by his blood, we can even more certain, we can even more certain that we will be saved from God's wrath through him. We can be even more certain that we will be saved from God's wrath through him. I remember when I first came to Jesus, I was hearing the phrase that I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm a sinner saved by grace. I'm a sinner, sinner, sinner saved by grace, grace, grace. And I would hear this, and I would hear it in songs. I would hear it in songs everywhere I go. 
you know, in Christian songs. And I would hear it in, in Christian circles and theology forums. Hey, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. Hey, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. And eventually, your boy started to believe it. I started to believe it. And, 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 and here's, the, here's the problem with that. See, if you think about it, the first half of that statement is what? I am a sinner. And here's the deal. I started to believe it so much that I started identifying more with I'm a sinner and less with the I'm saved by grace part. You see, I started identifying with being a sinner and less with being saved by grace in such a way that I was identifying with being broken rather than being whole. I was identifying with being a poor, wretched man rather than being a righteous son of God. I was identifying with the sin and less the son. And th that's, that was my story. So I'm here identifying me with being a sinner. I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. And as a result, y'all, even though I was all in for Jesus, even though I was all in, head, mind, body, soul, all that, I was all in. I was like, hey, I'm ready to go. I'm, I'm ready to, to represent Jesus. The, the, the problem was I was identifying with being a sinner. I didn't even know it. I didn't even know it. So here's the deal. I was so identifying with being a sinner, I would try not to sin, but I found myself still sinning. Why? Because I was identifying with being what? A sinner. You listening? As a result, I went through this cycle. I went through this cycle of shame, guilt, punishment. I went through this cycle of, of works. I went through this cycle of, of trying to, 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 to not sin, right? I'm trying to manage my sin problem. I'm trying not to. I'm a Christian. I love Jesus. But I'm trying to manage my sin problem. I, I need to stop sinning. I need to sin less and do righteousness more. Sin less. Righteousness more. I mean, all right, all right. So, so, anyways, uh, you, that was just uh, 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 Hamilton. Uh, all right, we're gonna keep it moving. So, we're gonna keep it moving. I, my, my bad, my bad. I, I digress. I digress. Jeez. So, so, but the struggle though was real, and, and, and all because I identified though, though with being, you know, with the sin rather than the son, rather than being rooted in my identity with Christ. But what about us though? How about, how about us? I mean, do we, do we fall for the same kind of temptations the enemy tries to throw our way? Are we, are we falling for the same sin patterns? Are we, are we are ha having, do we, do we sometimes feel like this, this part-time thing going on where the things that you don't want to do, you find yourself doing? The things you do want to do, you don't. Just like Romans 7, like Christ or, or, or something. Or, or, or maybe, you know, you, you really, you know, love Jesus with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your body, with all your soul, with everything in your core. But you just can't get over the hump with that thing, that guilt or that shame or that thing that keeps on coming back up over and over again, fill in the blank. It may be because, L.I., that we are identifying more with sin rather than the son. But when we identify with the son, guys, this is good news. When we identify with the son, we will understand our true identity as righteous sons and daughters. Alive, 
God, Jesus, Jesus' blood makes us holy. Jesus' blood makes you righteous. It, it, his blood makes you justified just as if you had never sinned, right? It's, it's made you justified. It's made you clean. It's made you pure. Go back to Romans 5, 8 through 9 for a second. It reads this. God shows his love for us because while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So now that we have been made righteous by his blood, someone say righteous by his blood. Someone type in righteous by his blood if you are on. Righteous by his blood, we can be even more certain that we will be saved from God's wrath through him, through Jesus. This passage is saying that Christ's blood makes us holy. His blood makes us righteous. His blood justified us. His blood is actually the game changer because his death, believe it or not, was a smashing success. His death paid it all. This alive is our identity. This passage is saying that, you know what? Christ's blood makes us righteous. What's righteous mean? It's a churchy word. I know I get it. But righteous actually means right in our being. We are right in being. See, Jesus calls us to be. To be right in every way. To be righteous. And when Jesus calls us to be, guess what? We can be righteous. Be righteous in every way. But Clay, are you saying that, you know, we're not sinners? You know, are you saying that we don't sin? You know what? Let's talk about that. Let's look at that. Let's look at Romans 6, 11. You can turn there if you want. Click there. It will be on the screen. But there's something super fundamental in this to the identity story that every believer needs to, to know. And it says this. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Okay, so let's break this down. Okay, because Paul just said something big there. And, and he starts off with the transition word, so. So means meaning that therefore, therefore, everything that I said before, if you compute, if you count it, if you, if you reckon that that is all true, then everything that I'm about to say is weight. Everything I'm about to say is true. Okay, so what did he say before all that? To summarize what he said, what Paul said was, hey, if you have died with Christ, you know, if you, if, you, if you came to Christ, you know, if, if, when, you, when you say yes to Jesus, did you know that you said yes to die? I mean, I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. When we came to Jesus, we came and signed up to die. To die with him. That's the, the, that's the exchange. He didn't, he didn't call you to this life so you can just keep half your life and then half in Christ. He called you to die. I just want to be extra abundantly clear with that, okay? First off, okay? So when we come to Christ, we come to die and die a death with him like him. That's why we get baptized. We go down in the watery grave with Christ. We are dead 
We've died to ourselves. We've died with Christ. We are in the watery grave with Christ. And then we are then raised a new life with him. So we share in a death like his and a life like his. But if you want to share a life like his, you got to share the death like his. you got to share the death like his. Some people want to come to Jesus and don't want to give up certain things. Hey, you came to give it all so that he can come in and make you whole and give you new life. So he's saying that, you know, this is Paul. Paul's saying, hey, hey, you know what? If you come to Jesus, you've come to die. You've died with him and you raised with him. And if that is indeed the case, if that is indeed the case, you died with Christ and you are, you've raised up to new life with him, then guess what? You must count it, or you must, it says, so you must also, yeah, yourselves, consider yourselves, reckon yourselves dead to sin and alive to God. Dead to sin and alive to God. Young people, Jesus Christ became sin who knew no sin, that we become the righteousness of God. 2 Corinthians 5.21. We are the righteousness of God. And, and so, so, so not, and not just dead to sin, but we can also be alive to God. Because Christ raised, he's, he's raised a new life. He's raised a new life, and so we can be raised a new life, and we can live alive to God. Let's read Romans 6.11 again. It says this, so, so you also must consider yourselves dead to sin. Someone say dead to sin and alive to God. Someone say alive to God. In Christ Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. Before I was identifying with, you know, before when I was identifying with being a sinner, I was giving permission for sin to reign in my mortal body because I didn't, really didn't understand how to identify with Christ like that. You see, I thought that when we identified with Christ, we were a sinner still saved by grace. So we're just going to sin naturally. We're just, you know, we just have to manage our sin problem. I, I, I didn't know any better. I didn't know, right? And so rain or, or sin was raining in my mortal body, and I kept playing myself to things like fits of rage. I would yell at my kids. I would, I would, get, I would get frustrated for no reason, even though I knew it was wrong. I found myself dabbling in, with lust, dabbling with, with other things sexually that I knew was wrong. I found myself um, maybe, you know, doing things that I didn't want to do, engaging in gossip, engaging with tearing people down behind their backs or in front of their face, and no, knowing it was wrong, doing things again I didn't want to do. Why was I doing that? Why was I engaging in that way? Because, guys, I was identifying with being a sinner and gave permission for sin to reign in my mortal body. I was giving permission for that. And I found myself, uh, I found that I was powerless to the power of sin because I was identifying more with being a sinner than a saint. I was identifying with being more a sinner 
than magnifying the sun. And once I, I really read and received Romans 6.11, things started changing. Once, once, I, once I started to realize the power of Romans 6, 11. Oh, my goodness. It, 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 this revelation hit me hard, y'all. It hit me hard. Eventually, I started to see, like, oh, my goodness, wait a minute. It says that I died to sin. I am dead to sin. I can actually live free from sin and alive to God. So you mean to tell me that this sin problem that I've been trying to manage has already been dealt with? It's been dealt with. So, okay, this, this is crazy. So, so Romans 6.11 started to make more sense to me. I've been walking in this incomplete understanding of my identity this entire time. That if, if Jesus died for all of my sin, then why am I magnifying more of the sin and less the sun in my life? If, if Psalms 103 says that he casts our sin as far as the east is from the west, then why am I magnifying the sin and less the sun? If, if Hebrews 8, 12 says that he has forgiven my sin, he's forgiven my sin and he remembers them no more, then why in the world am I magnifying the sin and less the sun? If Romans 6, 11 says you're dead to sin, dead to sin, dead to sin and alive to God on a whole new level, then why am I magnifying the sin and less the sun? Guys, guys, if I, I, when, I, when I got this, I was like, oh, it's all in Scripture. It's, it's all in the scripts. Everywhere I look, everywhere I flip, everywhere I click, I can see that there is no sin problem that I need to manage because the problem was already managed at the cross. The problem was already managed at the cross. And here I am trying to do, a, 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 trying to finish the work that's already been finished. I'm trying to finish the work that's already been finished rather than just receiving the grace to live in his freedom that he's called me in. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Y'all, if I died with Christ, again, you come to die. Can I get a pad, Mo? I, you come to die. I'm about to close here pretty soon. But if I've died with Jesus, and I've been raised to new life with him, if I'm in union with him, if I've given my yes to him, y'all, listen, and I still identify with being a sinner, then I'm basically saying that Jesus' death on the cross wasn't enough. And I am nullifying the grace of God on my life. On my life. And his death was in vain. That's basically what I'm saying with my life. Not my lips, but with my life. I don't want to go there. But alas, alive, there's good news. Oh, I said alas. <laughs> Woo! But alive, there's, there, there, there's good news. I'm here to tell you that there's, there's some good here. I'm here to say that Jesus' death was a smashing success. When he died on the cross at Calvary, he died not only for us, but as us. We were all on the cross when he died. You got to think of it like that. We were all on the cross when he died. When he died on the cross, he didn't die just for you, in place of you. He 
died as you. So, you know what? Clay Harrington was on the cross with Jesus Christ, and Clay Harrington died that day and now brought back to new life with him. Fill in the blank. You were on the cross with him. You died with him. The death of Christ is important because the resurrected life is all the more important. We gotta, we gotta press into that resurrected life. Guys, he's called you, he's called me, he's called us to be. And I'm here to let you know that you should know that you should know that his blood freed you from all power of sin. I'm here to let you know that his blood purchased us total freedom. He who the Son set free is free. We can live free from shame. We can live free from guilt. We can live free from bondage. We can live, we can live free from anger. We can, we can live free from the porn addiction. We can live free from lust. We, we can live free from this thing. And, and, and you're, you're probably saying, yo, yo, Clay, 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 how, how? How can you do that? I mean, I get it. The Christ's blood is enough. I get it. I get it. He died on the cross for our sins. And, and I understand past, present, future. But how can I step into that reality now? I want to step into this thing for real, for real, so I can live free from the power of sin and alive to God. If you're asking yourself that, that question right now, then check it out. First John. Because you know what? Some people think that you know what I'm saying is, is, is heresy. What I'm saying is, is, it's not true. Clay, are you saying that we don't sin? No, I'm not saying we don't sin. I'm saying we have the power to live free from it. I still sin. But you know what? I also know that I'm not going to glorify the sin. I'm glorifying the Son. Because I want to live free from sin and alive to God. But 1 John 1.10 reads this. 1 John 1.10. You can click there, flip there, all that, but check it out. It says this, if we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. What that is saying, John is saying is that there were some people back in the day in his, in his, in his time saying, hey, I'm not a sinner. I, I don't sin. I don't sin. Well, no, you do sin because you know what? You, you, you have no choice but to sin if you live apart from the blood of Christ. If you live apart from the blood of Christ, you are a sinner. Yes, absolutely, positively. But when you are covered by the blood, you're free. That's what he's saying. When you live under the blood of Jesus that was shed for you on the cross, and you say yes to die and to live with him again and again and again to new life, hey, guess what? Because John keeps on going. He says this in 2.1. The very next piece, it says this. My little children, I am writing these things to you so that you may not sin.
You see, you see, if, 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 it says that if we sin, if we sin, we have Jesus praying for us. If we sin, we have Jesus advocating, going to bat for us, saying, hey, hey, he's covered by my blood. Hey, she's covered from my, uh, with my blood. Hey, I've called her to be. I've called her right in being. I've called you right in being. So if we're running our race, we're doing, you know, we're doing our thing. You know what I'm saying? We're running our race. You know what I'm saying? We're leaving for Jesus. We're doing our thing. And the next thing you know, we trip up. We trip up and we like, we start to, to tap out. Like, 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 oh my goodness. Like, I just got done, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm stumbling in pornography or I'm stumbling in, in, in confusion. I don't know who I am no more. I'm, I'm falling in guilt. I'm falling in shame. Oh no, I'm a sinner. I'm just a sinner. I'm a sinner. We can wallow in self-pity. We can, we can sit here and wallow and say, Jesus' blood isn't enough. We can, we can sit here and just be mad and everybody is attacking me and, and it's just bad. Ah. Or we can get up and be like, wait a minute, I remember that Jesus is advocating for me up there in the throne room of heaven. Hi. Hey, wait a minute. Holy Spirit, Jesus, they're advocating for me. They are calling me up. They're saying, hey, you're not a sinner. You are a saint. So get up and run your race. It's okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. It's all good. Yeah, you sinned. Yeah, you messed up. Yeah, you ran that red light. Yeah, you cursed that cashier out. Yeah, you, wanted, you, you felt like snacking, my man. But hey, you know what? I got you. You're not a sinner. You're a saint. So let's go ahead and stop, stop ball and let's run your race. Let's get back in the race. Let's get back in this thing because I got you. You know why? Because I'm empowered. Because I've called you to be. Be right in your being. To be whole. sorry, but I'm tired of all the songs that like glorify sin. I'm a sinner. I'm just a sinner. I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Sinner. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! You know what? Stop listening. Here, identify more with being a son. If we can identify more with being a son, then I'm a new creation. And hey, you know what? I'm not a sinner no more. I'm not a sinner saved by grace. I'm an ex-sinner, now saint. Thank you very much. And I can press in and continue to receive more and more and more grace on my life. Because Jesus' blood makes us right in being. Jesus is who makes us righteous. So when I started living and identifying more with the Son, I, I, I stopped sinning. I stopped, I stopped having sin patterns in my life come in and disrupt me. And if I did, like, think a sin or fit or, or, or started to, like, veer off or whatever, I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait, that's not who I am, God, yep, yep, this is who I am, this is where we need to go, bam, let's go. I, 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 may, I may trip up occasionally a time or two, but that doesn't stop your boy from pressing in to doing what he needs to do as a son, with the son, 
because I'm magnifying the sun rather than the stain, rather than the pain, rather than the disdain. Y'all like how I rhyme just there. <laughs> God is, I believe Jesus is calling you. I believe that Jesus is calling you. Like Jess, you're, you're a daughter. I've called you a daughter. I've called you out of the darkness into light and you don't have to struggle with anything anymore because why I got you, my blood is covering you. He's, he's calling each and every one of you by name right now and saying, hey, you're a son. You're righteous. You're, you're justified just if you had never sinned in my eyes. You are pure. You're holy. And I think that that's the names that we must confess. We must continually confess in our lives, especially when we are down, especially when we are out, especially when life comes, the world comes, and the noise wants to drown out the truth. We must go back to the baseline of who we are. Who do you say that I am, Lord? Jesus, who did you call me to be again? Because I need to be reminded. Because Jesus is the one calling you. Not only to be, but to be everything he has called you to be so that we can live alive to our true identity. In our true identity. Let's pray. Thank you, Jesus, for, for calling us up, for calling the gold out of us every day, for calling us to a new level in your truth. And the truth is, we are free from the power of sin. We are free from the power of sin. We are free from the power of sin and alive to you, alive to God, alive to do what it is you've called us to do. But first, may we understand that we can be, we can be right in every way. We can be righteous. We can be holy. That we don't have to struggle with sin because of what you've done and what you continue to do so Holy Spirit may you take that truth and plant it deep within our hearts plant it deep within our minds so that we can continue continually come back to this fundamental rudimentary idea that we are dead to the power of sin and alive to you because you've called us Alive to a true identity. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast today. And we pray that this has helped stir and awaken you to live alive to God like never before. If you want to connect with us, let's go. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Alive Vineyard College.